You're listening to Don't Take Bullshit from Fuckers with your hosts Greg Barrett and Kane Holloway. Welcome to the show. Don't take bullshit from fuckers. Our guest today from the Girls Gotta Eat podcast, we've been waiting so long for this, Yes, uh, is Raina Greenberg. Let's get into it. Did you watch The Bachelor, Raina? Yeah, I'm now caught up on this season, unfortunately. Um, the uh, big, uh, big fan of the last season with Dale and Claire, but uh, this season, not super caught up. I'm sorry, guys. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, you're not missing a lot. You're not, you're not, no, 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 you're not missing a lot. We just, we literally just started watching like a couple of old women. It's really uh, just pathetic. (laughs) This is the the first time you're watching it? First time I'm watching it. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) I live, I lived a better life before COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I had, yeah, I read and uh, I had rules about what I would and wouldn't do. And, uh, and I know that the premise of it is so fucked. But then I watched an episode, and then I was like, well, maybe I'll watch another one. I watched The Bachelorette first, and I got caught up in the Dale stuff, and then and then I just, now I can't wait for another episode. It's very addicting, I know. Um, we had Dale on our show about three, two and a half years ago. He was one of our first guests on the show. Wow. What was he like? Hot, very hot. Uh... Yeah, he was super hot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Hot and nice. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's all there is to him, you know? Nice guy. Really, really nice to look at. Yeah, I, I, listened to, uh, I listened to, I think it was like the last two episodes, and you guys had talked about Dale and how you guys, how Ashley has a crush on him or, or doesn't. I can't. And then, and then I was like, I was, since you guys had him on, I was like, is he as dreamy as what's her name made him seem? <laughs> He's really nice to look at. He's... Wonderful to look at. He's not my type. That's um, awesome. But couldn't be nicer. Very hot. Uh, Raina, what is your type? Do you have a type? I don't know. I don't know. You struggle like people, with that? No, not finding a type. I mean, I just have never had a type. I've always dated like really different people. Anybody that just like makes me laugh um, and that I think is smart. I'm in a nice place in my life where I don't like... I don't need to be with somebody like financially. I don't need somebody for like social plans. I have like a really nice fulfilling life that I love. If I find somebody, they'll fit into that nicely. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super good. So you're in a, you're in kind of a power position, which I'm sure yes. makes you intimidating to some men. <laughs> I don't know. We get a lot of messages from women saying like, you know, are men intimidated by my success? And I look at that two ways. The right man will not be intimidated by your quote unquote success. Um, and it depends on how you talk about that success. Are you an asshole when you talk about it? Maybe you should evaluate yeah. why, why you are so intimi- intimidating. Um, but I, don't, I don't know that people feel intimidated by me. I guess it would depend on the man. Yeah. I'm not intimidated by your success. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. You don't seem intimidated. I'll work on it, though. But I appreciate your success for what it is. It's fantastic. It's been, Thank you. It's, we loved having you on the show. Oh my God! It's been so good for us. We, mm-hmm. we have so many. We have so many GGE listeners. <laughs> that makes me yeah. happy. Good. All yeah. right. Well, we'll get you some more hopefully. Yeah. 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 A lot of uh, a lot of GGE listeners always start off their advice emails with "I came over from GGE," and Aww. then. Yeah, almost all of them for what would you say like a f- like few months like a f- uh, the last like five or six months of the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, that makes me happy. We have a funny dating story from uh, Megan. No advice questions asked. She just wants to share, and it's pretty awesome. She goes, uh, been listening from the beginning. Love the podcast. Do I have a story for you guys? So this summer, I wrote in about getting back into dating after an eight-year relationship ended. So I gave in and downloaded the apps. With COVID, obviously, I'm nervous about meeting people, but I also want to explore my options. So this hot guy reached out to me, screenshots attached, and he has a personal trainer, fitness model, bodybuilder kind of guy. He's 26, I'm 34, and one night I decided I had to scratch an itch, YOLO. So I'm driving to meet this guy, and he asked for an ETA because he wants to eat and shower first. I let him know. I get there, and we start watching a movie and making out. He's sweet, but clearly not the brightest crayon in the box. <laughs> He's also incredibly hot. One thing leads to another. Clothes are off, and we're getting busy. About 10 minutes in, he goes to say something, and I brace myself for him to whisper something super hot. Instead, he says, I have to go. I need to eat a sandwich. <laughs> okay so so mid thrust he has to go eat a sandwich eat a sandwich mid sex she's like so flabbergasted by this i stare baffled as he gets up and puts his pants on and walks out of the room, and right before I start dissolving into hysterical laughter uh, and texting friends, he comes back in with said sandwich and chips and pretzels. <laughs> Two bags of crunchy Two, snacks. Two snacks. Two. <laughs> what the fuck? He has no idea why I'm laughing. He asks if I was texting my friends about him, and I told them, uh, not what you think I told them, dude. I stayed to watch the movie because I was just baffled. My friends thought it was hilarious and asked the important questions. Did I wear him out? Uh, what kind of sandwich? Did he make it, like, in the kitchen? But he had it prepped and ready to go. <laughs> A pre-made sandwich. What the fuck, man? Oh, this is the best part. He offered pretzels and tortilla chips. What a gentleman. <laughs> He clearly thought of nothing getting up for mid-sex for food. I don't know if it's because he was just not smart or because he's a bodybuilder and eats on schedule. I don't regret it because I was taken care of. And the story is so fucking funny. He texted me a few times, but I have opted not to repeat the experience. So I hope this provides you with some amusement. P.S. The new thing to send cane tasteful booty shots uh, because I have a boudoir photo coming up. She wants to send me tasteful booty shots. Okay. Okay. Uh, also, Kane, a solution for your gray... And this will come up later. I have a question for you, Raina, about this. A solution for your gray sweatpants dilemma. Just make an Amazon registry for someone and they can send you sweats for your thirst trap without knowing your address. And then she sends... I don't know if you can see this. Here's His uh, face is blurred out, but that's his body. He sent her all these photos or this is his Instagram? I think this is his Instagram or possibly his date. This is his Instagram. That's his Instagram. A thousand photos of him just shirtless. Yeah. What did you... You thought this was going to be like a good date. You thought this dude wasn't going to get up mid-sex and eat a sandwich. You thought this guy's going to lay the dick down good and like have a chat with me. Oh, my God. I love that he did it. I love that he left mid-thrust. Yeah. I love that he pushed in and then pulled out mm-hmm. all the way out and then got a snack. 
Maybe he finished. Like, maybe he just, I, I mean, she didn't say whether he was wearing a condom or not. Maybe he just finished and he was, like, embarrassed he finished so fast. And he was like, I don't fucking know this girl. I'm done. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm getting a sandwich. What do I care about her? She's some random stranger from the internet that showed up and let me fuck her. Which, like, good for her. Who cares? We should all be doing whatever we want. But yeah. maybe this guy's like, I don't, I don't fucking know her. I'm hungry. <laughs> Man. I mean, that's fair. That's totally fair. Dude, that's... I, I mean, I've never been confident enough in myself. Like, a few years ago, just started talking in, during sex. <laughs> I can't imagine one of my sentences is like, oh, yeah, I'm hungry. I'm a bounce. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't think it's confidence. I just think it's somebody who just genuinely does not care about the person they were just humping. I, I just think it's like, this is some stranger that showed up at my house, took their clothes off, and I'm hungry. And I, I just, I don't want to, like, diminish everything that men do. I think that you're, like, just the smartest women. But, like, sometimes I don't think there's that much deep reasoning behind what men do. Like, I, I think he was just hungry, and he probably had finished. Right? I, that's the thing. I don't think so. You don't think he's finished? No, I think like he's like a bird. He just fucking, oh no, I'm hungry now. And then he just bounced. That's, I really believe that in my heart. <laughs> that he just like reacts based on his own instincts. Well, I'm horny, but I'm also super hungry. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, I gotta go. But it's all based on a pleasure principle. So he was in the middle of fucking somebody, which is at the hierarchy of the pleasure principle. And then he also went, fuck, you know what? I'm also hungry. <laughs> that's also what I am. I'm going to get off and I'm going to eat. I would love to eat now. Like he was thinking about, he was thinking about eating while he was fucking. <laughs> yeah. And I also wonder if he just wasn't going to get off. Also, like if he'd been drinking too much, I, I don't know if she mentioned if they were drinking or not, but like, I don't know. Once I have like two drinks, my vagina just goes to sleep. So honestly, you can pound me for an hour. I'm never going to get off. So I feel like maybe this guy's dick is the same. He had too many drinks. He wasn't going to get off. And he thought, well, I'm going to I'm going to have something enjoyable happen in this bedroom. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 And at least he offered the snacks as well. <laughs> it's still just rude you know what i mean like I, I just think that like yeah this is like some man's like decision to like make her feel stupid for showing up and fucking like a stranger and he's like i'm gonna show you as little respect as possible i just think it's rude i would yeah talk to person again i find it odd yeah i mean and she also so like she made a point to be like i didn't give that much of a shit because i got to finish so i'm proud of megan for getting her nut and not wanting to fuck this guy again but like, she blurred out his face, but I'm like, any guy that his entire Instagram is him shirtless with his fucking thumbs in his belt loops, I can't get behind that guy. All, all of his yeah, actions. I, I agree. I feel like, you know, your Instagram is the magazine of your life. That's what you want to put forward. That's your best foot forward, right? Like, if I saw a guy that was obsessed with honestly anything, like, I, I don't I don't want somebody that wants to do anything all the time. So if it's working out or if, like, every photo is him with, like, luxury cars, it's, it's an, a little bit of a red flag to me that somebody is just, like, a little too obsessed with something. Mm -hmm. Well, the weird thing is it was the same picture. Like, it wasn't even different pictures of how hot he was. It's the same basic pose every time. Like, right. he's surprised and excited about it every time. Like, That's he's like, this true. is going to be fucking awesome when I put this up. It's like, you just did that two weeks ago. It's the same picture. <laughs> Bend over or something. Turn around. Pull your pants down. Or put them over your head. Or do something with them. He did. At least, like, go in a different room. Like, he's using the same, like, bathroom mirror selfie just over and over and over again. I agree. 
Maybe maybe she blurred out his face, but maybe he has different hats on. Like maybe he has a fez or a cowboy hat. They're all the same picture, just different hats because he's a fucking idiot. All right. Well, I think she dodged a bullet. Fuck this guy. I wouldn't talk to him again either. She got hers. Good for her. She like got back out there, got like the juices flowing, uh, and then she can find somebody else. I think also after like a long-term relationship – you always like meet a couple duds afterwards that makes you like a little bit upset and you're like, God damn it, is this is what's out there? But <laughs> you know, after that you like kiss a few toads and then like you find somebody a little better. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah, good. I agree with that. I, I agree with that. And she laughed about it and was texting right away, so it wasn't a you know, it wasn't a loss. Good for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Good for her. Right on, Megan. Hey, if you're a writer, performer, or creative in any way, then you might benefit from my coaching program. I've written several best-selling books and toured the world as a stand-up comedian and started a band called The Rainy Monarchs. Whatever creative path you choose but feel stuck on, don't worry, because I can get you unstuck. For more information, go to gregorybarrent.com coaching and sign up. You'll also find this link in the show's description. And I can help you if you have relationship problems as well. This is the theme song for what does this mean song. The theme song for what does this mean song. We'll read a self-help quote and they're definitely not memes. Memes are something completely different than quotes. Quotes are supposed to help you through all the bullshit in your life. And memes are like uh, that poster of that cat hanging from a tree. And it says, hang in there, baby, or Mondays, am I right? Mondays, am I right? So if you can think of a different title, then we'll probably change it. It's, uh, it's, that song felt even longer now that Rain is here. <laughs> normally, <laughs> normally, I like... Normally, you love it. You love your I, yourself. Oof, saying. that was embarrassing. That was tough to sit through. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. It's great. Who who wrote your theme music? Kane. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I uh, had nothing to do one day, and I found the, the auto-tune app, and I sang that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's original. Yeah. We've had this segment called What Does This Meme? And then we read a self-help quote. And memes are not the same thing as self-help quotes, but we no. refuse to change the title. Fuck it, it's your show. It's our show. We don't give a shit. If yeah. someone has a problem with how you do your show, they should do their own fucking show. And that's what I God said to anybody. Somebody, Preach, sent us sister. An e- somebody sent us an email and said, like, this was a missed opportunity. And I was like, why don't you start your own show and take your own opportunity? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> totally. That's what they uh. said to you. This was a missed opportunity. It was like a somebody. I think it was about like a joke. She was like, "You could have made this joke instead of that joke," and I was like, oh "You God. get into comedy. You do your own thing." Yeah, um, we got a meme from Tranquil Meap and says, "You can't mold him into something he's not just because he's hot." <laughs> been there, fuck that, girl. I yeah. feel you. <laughs> been, been there, Holy fuck shit. that. <laughs> maybe the maybe the segment should be called "Been There, Fucked That." 
the last person I've like dated um, is so hot. It's insane. He's six foot five. He's gigantic. He's like covered in tattoos, facial hair, like beautiful man. And half the time he was talking, I would think to myself, like, would I be listening to any of this shit if you didn't look like this? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so I, I feel listen good dick is a prison I feel you I wish somebody would say that on The Bachelor I wish somebody would go on a date with him and go fuck he's hot but god damn it he has nothing yeah. to say yeah he says nothing <laughs> he's got nothing I want yeah I want one of the girls while while he's talking to go shh no 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 more <laughs> To Matt James, that is so funny. I yeah, mean, listen, I, I think that in all honesty, like we're never going to get every single thing we want from one person. It's not fair to expect everything from one person. I know that we all want people that are like smart and funny and that they're your safe space, but they also surprise you and they also like lay the dick down. <laughs> and like, I, I know that we want all these things. I think you got to make right. a hierarchy of like the top three that you really want. And what can I live without? Yeah, but that's really guy. smart. That's actually really smart. Yeah, yeah. The top three things that you can live with. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you're not going to get a lot of times with funny guys. They're uh, they're kind of funny because they're not that smart. You know <laughs> what I mean? So they draw their own conclusions and those conclusions make you laugh. And that's the thing. Like, you know, there's there every, every for every positive, there's a negative, you know, so you're not going to get both things. Yeah. And I mean, I've never been why... anybody's safe space. it's true (laughs) I think that this is why we have friends and we have other relationships in our lives and we have coworkers that we hang out with and you know I wouldn't want somebody to expect me to be every single thing for them I think that I'm a nice package but I'm sure there's things that I can't give to somebody I would hope somebody would afford me the opportunity to you know just enjoy the good things about me and not hammer me about all the negative stuff I was engaged to somebody years ago who was also very hot, very stupid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had the same problem with him, too. I would, be sitting, I would listen to him like, tell me a thing, and I'd be like, that's not even true. That's not even a true. That's, that's, you're not even smart enough to realize this isn't true, but you're so hot. I don't oh, care. God, the world is littered with hot sandwich eaters. It's no. just upsetting. <laughs> Fucking, that's so funny. Uh, let's see, we got... Becky says, you can be a kind person with a good heart and still tell people to fuck off when needed. I love that so much. I They're not, mm-hmm. like, they're not like mutually exclusive. Like, I, I feel that you can be the kind of person that, like, is empathetic and wants to listen to other people, and that doesn't mean you have to fill your entire day with it, right, and be a doormat. You know, there's levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're happy to tell people to fuck off. Yeah, the, 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 sh- the show is trying to help people tell people to go fuck themselves. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Oh, my God. There's a right way to throw a middle finger and a wrong way, and we want to show the right way. One thumb out. I feel like this pandemic has taught us all there's a finite amount of time. You know, we can't count on tomorrow. You never know what's going to happen. And so if somebody is truly wasting your time, walking all over you, not giving you what you need, fuck that person. You can also Mm -hmm. say fuck off nicely. But, like, you don't have to just take it all the time. Yeah, I love that. Um, Nicole wants to know what you would think about... So we had a a running sort of storyline on the show where Pat, the dog holder over there... uh, 
responded to a listener. Also, she she's from uh, she came from GGE, and uh, and she's still like say, hey, I came from GGE. I I really like the show. Um, so glad you guys have this show. And then Pat responded with a picture of himself or holding his dog Sal. <laughs> Accidentally. 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 It, there was nothing about the picture that looked like an accident. <laughs> no. Exactly what you would send to somebody. I see what you mean. Uh-huh. No, he's fucking... Laying on his bed with his dog. Yeah. Like you're laying in the bed. Yeah, and holding him. And then he had, like, he had his head turned like this, but he had, like, side eye looking at the camera. <laughs> it was... It was so thirst trappy, we could not stop making fun of him for it. In my it, defense, if you looked at my picture roll, a hundred pictures on either side, none of me. The one picture <laughs> that I took of me and my dog got butt sent to a listener. It's not uh, the worst thing in my phone that I could have accidentally sent to a person, to be completely honest. I, mm. uh, did it, okay, did you try to back out of it and admit that you fucked up, or did you just go with it, and how did she act? No, I immediately, immediately, as soon as I saw it was sent, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Total accident, which she did not believe. And <laughs> then it became a running joke on the show. Yeah. So then I came up with the idea, like, grab your pet, lay on your bed, and take a photo of yourself. And we'll call it <laughs> Thirst Trap Tuesday. So I did it with my cat. Greg did it with his dog. And then, uh, and then we had women and men <laughs> sending us Thirst Trap photos. But, like, we could not stop making fun of him. And then the, the thing is, is, like, so now, but now there's this other thing. Like, I'm recently single. I've been, I was in a relationship for eight years, and I'm, like, not sure what to do dating-wise. <laughs> right? Okay. I, I, don't, like, I don't know. I don't know how to react to people. I don't know what to do. And so I've been getting several messages from people. Well, we had a conversation about dick pics. First it was search traps. Then it was sending dick on pics. On the show? Okay. Yeah, on the, sh- on the show. And how I don't feel comfortable, even upon request, I just, I can't get myself around it. And so all these, all of our women listeners are like, yo, wear gray sweatpants. Okay. I love the, I love the idea of like a thirst trap of like a hard dick inside of sweatpants too. Like you're just kind of like grabbing it. Honestly, it's, it's a great move. Um, I, I am sort of like an outlier. I do like a dick pic. Like I, I really, I like it. Um, but do you like it unsolicited? No, so that's the thing. I want it from somebody that I've seen their dick. Like, I want it from somebody I'm trading photos with, you know? I, I don't want an unsolicited dick pic. It always, it's so weird to me on, like, dating apps when men do that. I think it's just some, like, weird thing that, like, these specific group of men, like, get off from, like, making you feel uncomfortable. Like, I, I can't imagine what the return rate on that is if, like, men are just, like, sending their dicks to a bunch of random girls. Like, which girls are like that? is awesome come over like I, I don't know which girls are like fuck yes um unsolicited i don't like um i i met this guy this summer and he asked me if i wanted a dick pic and i said sure and he sent me i swear to god 16 dick pics like a dropbox full of dick pics what why <laughs> what the fuck he had a nice dong but i mean 16 was a lot there aren't 16 dick pics to take. <laughs> there aren't 16 angles. You would be surprised. Angles. No, he had, there was different outfits, different rooms, different mood lighting. I mean, this guy, like, had such range. Um, <laughs> I do like it. 
you would be surprised actually how hard it is to get a lot of men in this day and age with like so much gotcha stuff going on to get them to send you stuff like that because I think that like it's so easy to ruin somebody's life today with with that type of stuff and so mm-hmm. um I with people I've dated and I like I like that I like to sext I like sending videos I like stuff like that and I want that, but it is hard to like get some people to do that because I think the people are genuinely afraid of what you're gonna do with those photos. I'm afraid, so I really I like a neck down nude. You know, rarely is my face in it. <laughs> a neck down nude, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I still like. I was against the dick pic, and then and then you know I was getting all these messages. Yo, gray sweatpants, gray. Sweat-. One one woman said, "Give me your address, and I will send you gray sweatpants." Yeah, Marry her. I know, right? You gotta, all you got to do, Kane, is provide the boner. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to do. Send you the gray sweatpants. All, all she needs is the wood. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yep. Just like Jesus. Um, I love, I love sweatpants season. I would, I would actually um, recommend a jogger, um, a jogger sweatpant, and mm-hmm. I actually, I don't mind like an army green over gray. You know, army green. Black. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just. Oh, that I first... sounds better. Gray, something about gray says unsuccessful to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like this was their life before the pandemic. They they were at (laughs) Army Green Green says you do some shit, but gray seems like fuck, man. It's just a Sunday. Yes, I agree. Green feels like an outfit, gray feels like a choice you didn't really mean to make. You know, it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. I went all out on the joggers. I got blue. I got army green camo. Like I have these joggers. I just, for some reason, feel so exposed. I feel oddly more exposed in the gray sweatpants than I would if it was just my dick. I really, I cannot wrap my, because my, my ex never, like we never really traded sex photos or anything because we would just, you know, mo- we were mostly together. And so like we never really needed to do that. So now I'm in this whole new terrain and i really don't know how comfortable i am about it well i just want to tell you well first of all it's fucking weird that you bought an army of sweatpants i mean how I many dick pics are you taking <laughs> you, you I, bought the entire arsenal like the whole rainbow of sweatpants yes i love them <laughs> they're my favorite I don't think it's that weird that you are, like, hesitant to do it. I would actually rather date a guy that was a little more hesitant to send that stuff. That, like, we could have, like, a conversation about why you don't feel comfortable. But, like, the the guy that's just, like, shooting out dick pics, the guy that sent me, like, the whole folder of dick pics, that guy's not my boyfriend. I'm not going (laughs) to date that guy. Do you mind if the photo seems like they're not taking, like, isn't it better if they're taking it? at the moment that they're giving it to you as opposed to just sending you something that they already have on their phone. A dick pic that's been seen by other people. I like the implication that no one else has seen it, but, like, let's be real, most of my nudes are, like, I just I just like to have them on deck, you know? Like, I have a yeah. couple of them. How often, do you re- how often do you refresh? If I'm dating somebody, I got to take a lot, so I refresh a lot. But, um... Yeah. I have a couple that I really enjoy um, that that are just they're in the rotation, you know. And I have yeah. a couple that are clearly taken at night. I have a couple that are clearly taken like during the daytime. Um, there's just one I really love, but my tan lines are pretty strong, so like they clearly it's clearly an older photo. As long as your body looks exactly the same as when the photo was taken, I don't care. Mm. Right, right. And do you notice when guys are doing tricks to make it seem like they have a bigger dick? Well, like face tuning their cock. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. There's they certain angles. Or if they put it in their fist to stretch it out. What if I? What if somebody sent me a dick pic and I was like, "Listen, that thing has been in my face, okay? You put that inside of my head, and I know that that is not that big." <laughs> you put that inside of my head. Inside of my head. You put that inside of my head. I can't. Be the, that will be the title of this yeah. episode. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this sounds like a song Billie Eilish would write. <laughs> you put that inside of my head. Um, no, I've never, and I also don't think that, like, I think that men are more likely to just, like, pop off a dick pic than women are. Like, I need to, like, hit the angles and the lighting and make sure, like, you know, the ambiance is right. I think men are just, you know, like, click, my dick looks amazing. I killed mm-hmm. it. Like, I don't, I, I've never, I've never, like, gotten a dick pic and thought, like, that's what that, that's not what that looks like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there really are, I mean, I can't, I can't really speak to it, but there really are just, like, I think it's funny, Greg, too, that you know about, like, the like the stretching. There's so much more. I've been, I'm 34. I have one. And yet I don't seem to know anything about it. <laughs> it's like I'm learning on the show. I think that your instincts have been dulled, right? Because you've been with somebody for eight years. Um, mm-hmm. I think that anybody that like goes back into the world of dating doesn't know what the fuck to do. Like I remember after I got out of like a long-term relationship, I was like, all my senses were dulled for like, what is okay? What do I do here? I've been out of the game for so long. There's a thousand dating apps that existed, you know, in the last eight years that didn't exist probably when you got into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, how long ago did you guys break up? Uh, a, a year ago, like right as the pandemic, right as quarantine was happening. Okay. Cause I was going to say like, are you like dating immediately after the breakup? But no, it sounds like you gave yourself some time. Yeah, well, I tried to like I tried to jump dates so, and I just like not, the couple times that I tried is just like there's something off. Like I just and it's not it's not necessarily them. It was just like I can't do this right now. Like I my I felt like really guarded. You know, then one girl sent me a message was like I I like you and I would want you to be my boyfriend and I was just like oh man, that fucking freaked me out. <laughs> that freaked me out just the idea a, a new girl uh, so you were already dating or or a stranger? No, it wasn't a stranger. It was like somebody I knew. And while we were talking, like that came up. Ta- we were like talking about, you know, fooling around. And, and I said, like, I had I said I had to take it off the table. Just like I couldn't physically, I couldn't, I can't do this right now. And then she said, oh, good, because I want you to be my boyfriend. And I was like, whoa, no, no, <laughs> I can't do that. That freaked me the fuck out. And so I was, then I just was like, I got to step away from dating for a while because like I just can't wrap my head around it right now and that has spurned people to be like hey you want to I live in LA and I listen to the show do you want to get a coffee and talk about how you don't want to date and I'm like this feels like a date (laughs) I think a lot of people here like never ever I and what they actually internalize is like except me you know, I, they won't do this with anybody except with me. Like, I can change that person. Um, and I, I'm such a strong believer in, like, believing people when they tell you who they are. And if somebody says, like, yeah. I'm not looking to date, don't have expectations of them, don't use the B word with somebody you're not dating, um, you got to trick men into thinking that being your boyfriend was their idea, you know? <laughs> God damn it. I, I like how, too, you started the show by going, like, look, I think you're just as smart as me, but also you're very easily trickable. <laughs> to be manipulated in the proper way. Sure, absolutely. This one comes from 
Anonymous. Hello, I'm a big fan and listener of both DTBFF and GGE from the UK. I'm 22, and I guess I just need a push to stop taking bullshit from fuckers. I was in a relationship for six years from the age of 14, and we split up in 2018. Since then, I have tried everything to get on and to get him out of my head, but I always find my way back thinking about him or in contact with him. In January last year, I ended up unblocking him, I know, uh, when my father passed away and we were again in each other's lives, even when he had a girlfriend, which ended in them breaking up and uh, us getting into old habits, which shortly ended when he decided that he was done with me. Six months up to now, we became in contact again and shock he did a usual 360 and decided that it was best we didn't have contact. I feel in a way I am so normalized to the toxicity of the relationship that it's almost an act of self-harm. But this time, I know that if I have any respect or love for myself, he will stay blocked. Thank you for listening to me whine. Love you guys. Anonymous. Okay. So I think that, there, you know, when a parent dies, there's nothing wrong with, like, of course, just doing whatever you need to do to heal if that's healthy for you. So, you know, I wouldn't judge her for that. If that's what felt like home to her, then that's what she needed to do. Um, and I, I think a lot about, like, getting back together with exes and is it healthy um, and should you do it? And I, I wouldn't actually warn against getting back together with an ex in general because I feel like circumstances change. Things that you want in life change. People grow up. They mature. They become different people. So if you want to try it with an ex again, I, I don't think it's, like, the worst thing in the world. But it just sounds like this person just fucks with her and fucks with her and fucks with her. And after the second time I, like, got back with somebody and they decided to just, like, kick me to the curb, that would be, like, really my wake-up call to be like, okay, I really – I'm doing this to myself at this point, mm-hmm. you know? And I know that it's such an easy lever to, like, unblock him, talk to him, fix, like, the – instant gratification of like attention and comfort and somebody that feels like home but like there's no other there's no other advice you just just fight it like this person is not going to be with you long term probably he's broken up with you repeatedly he hasn't treated you very nicely and it's time to move on with your life yeah no uh that's true this is very reminiscent of uh we had another we had someone else email into the show about the same kind of deal where she put in pretty much the all of the work like and then this guy would always hang hang a better version of a relationship over her head like okay like look like if you do this that and the other thing like i can see you being my wife but what my wife wouldn't do are all the shit you're doing so just stop doing that <laughs> and she was like she was like i'm in love with him though i'm in love with him and we're like this dude fucking sucks this dude is terrible um and it's i she didn't give too many details but it seems like you're very much in love with a guy you know you're not supposed to be in love with because he's just bad for you. Feel He feels bad for you. Yeah, and I can honor that, like, it's it's easy to get back into these patterns and that, like, it feels good for a while until it doesn't. But, like, that's just part of growing up is deciding that this person is a really toxic thing in my life and I'm moving on from it. And if it helps you to write about it, like, it always helps me to just, like, make a pros and cons list and just say, like, what are all the good things this person brings to my life? What are all the bad things? And the good things, can I easily find those things in somebody else? You know, is the good things the attention and the fact that I laugh with somebody and the fact that they hang out with me and I like their company? Can I find those things pretty easily in any person? Yes. All the toxicity and the back and forth and the not respecting my time and the sort of, like, like luring me back in and then, I don't know, just pulling the rug out from under me. Will I find that with everybody? No. So I think that, like, it really helps me to just make these lists and just be like, oh, I don't want this. Then I feel better without this, you know? 
Yeah, I agree with all that. I say, no, you know what I say? I say just scrounge. Just stick with somebody who liked you and try and make it work. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wow, how many books have you written? <laughs> Psycho. Just... <laughs> There really is only a few people out there for you. <laughs> is, this, is this our last episode? Cling, cling <laughs> on to that. You know, be grateful that someone likes you at all. I love this advice, though. When you say it like that, it it sounds so insane, right? To stay with the person. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm probably just going to find, like, one or two people ever. You know, like, when you say it like this, it does make the whole thing sort of sound ridiculous <laughs> in a good way. It's good yeah, advice. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Totally. No, we would do that all the time is tell people, no, 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 you're in the right thing. Stay in this. This is great. You're having a medium good time all the time. <laughs> and you're always a little scared. That's great. Do that. Oh, God. Do that. And you're not getting your needs met at all. So that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> they don't know you at all. <laughs> I I actually, like, I, and I've had to, like, work on this, too, like, blocking somebody on social media will literally make them cease to exist to you. And it sucks because you're not, like, looking at their page anymore and they're not part of your life. But, like, after, like, really, if you resist the urge for, like, five days, it will get so much easier. You will legitimately stop talking about the person or thinking about the person. If you just block them and they're out of your airspace, it does just get easier and you just forget about them. And I've had that problem, too, where I've, like, obsessed over an ex and I've checked on them and everybody that they are currently dating and I want to know everything about their life and it made my life worse and the minute i just shut that down and stopped doing it i felt better and within like a week or two you really forget about the person would you do the same with someone you broke up with like you broke up with them even if it was mutual would you still look up their shit see what they're doing see what they're up to i guess it just depends on like how toxic i felt like that was for me um Mm. you know there's some people that like I've had like a three month relationship with it was amicable. We, we severed ties and yeah, I don't have a problem with looking at their stuff. There's other people that I just, I know I don't feel good when I look at it. It's like when, when a photo, like a new photo comes up on their feed, it's like taking a bullet. You're just like, Oh, their life is good today. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You know, like when it feels bad. And I think that like, we're all aware of what's toxic for us. Um, Yeah. I stalk, pretty much everybody that's ever been inside of me at one point or another but it's not it's not toxic for me i just want to make sure my life is better than theirs but like if it was somebody that was like in my headspace and like if i have a drink or two i start thinking like well maybe i should contact them maybe i should respond to their instagram story and i know that that's not gonna like serve me in the long run it's not gonna make me feel good then i i stay away from them and i don't block people because i just don't want to like give them the satisfaction i just mute them you know Mm mm-hmm I went on a date with somebody who looked at my Instagram and I was, that was a new thing for me. It was a completely new, like she went through all, all of my photos. And then when we went on the date, I was like, I mean, I'm public and I'm a public person, you know, comic. And I, I, I want people's attention. But then all of a sudden when someone's like, Oh, what's up with this guy? I was like, yeah, ah, oh shit. Cause I didn't do that back to her. And she was surprised that I didn't look up her shit. I just never, I didn't think to do it. Again, cause men just, uh... Listen, you guys just don't. You're not as smart as us. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Some we'll go. We'll sometimes go look to see if you have a bikini photo. Yeah, 
As long as you're looking for something to jerk off to, it's fine. Yeah. Um, I think for women, if you're actually snooping before a first date, just for like safety purposes, if you're like, I just want to make sure this person is who they say they are. I want to mm. make sure they work where they say they work. And I, I know their last name and maybe we have a friend or two in common. I think it's fine. I wouldn't dive too deep. Um, I'm also like a public figure. You can obviously look up my Instagram. You can see what I'm up to. You can listen to my podcast. I wouldn't love it if somebody like listened to the podcast before a date just to like research me. But checking somebody's Instagram, I think is just like a normal, healthy thing. It's not that crazy. A lot of us do it. Have you dated a fan? No, I've never dated somebody that like, well, first of all, most of our audience is female. So it's not something that happens super often. I've dated people I've met at shows before. I've dated two people that I've met at shows, actually. And for a long time, Ashley and I were on the road so much and we weren't in town and we were doing like shows all over the country every week. And so it was just sort of easier for me to be in a, to beat somebody on the road and have a long distance relationship. But I, yeah, I don't think snooping and looking through is that crazy. If somebody looked, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I don't want them to like bring it up a bunch. Yeah, no, I, I just well, Yeah, I mean, I, it makes more sense the more, you know, you present it in that way where it's just like, yeah, I met this person on a dating app. And is that is that his fucking face is that his real fucking face <laughs> or is he just been, is he trying to trick me and um so now yeah i'm just i'm 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 trying to ease not now but like eventually i'm gonna try and wrap my head around all of the new it just feels like such a fucking hurdle like such so many so many factors are involved in dating nowadays it's like all right i'm on the app i, I match with this person oh we kind of cool texting now I got to go on their Instagram and see who they are. I'm like, fuck, man. No, can't we just like meet at a fucking coffee shop or something? Oh. First of all, if you don't want an online date, don't fucking online date. I don't like it. It's not enjoyable to me. I've always had a lot of good experience meeting people in public. I know we can't really do that now and we all want to get laid. So it's a weird barrier. But like if you don't like online dating, don't fucking online date. I don't like it. I don't want to strike up a conversation with a stranger. I don't fucking care about your day. I don't care what you did for lunch or what you did at the gym. I don't want to talk to you. But I think that online dating is almost like an exploding offer. So like I try to not let these interactions drag on forever. You know, so if I want to go on a date with somebody tomorrow, I'll go on an online dating app. I'll strike up a conversation with a few people. Have like five or six back and forth with the person and just ask them out and go on a date. I don't want to talk to you a lot. You know what I mean? I just want to make sure you're like a decently normal person. You make me laugh and let's go get a drink and see if we like each other. Worst case scenario, I spent two hours with a person I'm never going to talk to again. Raina, how many pillows do you put on your couch? Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. No extra pillows. So just the two on the ends that came with the couch. Yes! <laughs> Fuck you, Greg. Just like a normal amount of pillows. Where are we at? So we have this running thing where I don't like a lot of clutter on my couch. Not a, no, no extra pillows. And Greg was like, whatever, whatever. And we get into this big fight. I think you should have five. I think you should have four, three max. Three. Three is weird to me. Yes, exactly. Odd numbers is weird. T- two or four, but not... Th- who needs one in the middle? Five, two on the side, one in the middle. See, I had Raina on my side, and then three fucks everything up. No. No, it's just an odd number is weird. And also, Greg's married. You can't... Listen, his wife has set up the pillow situation. Wrong. That is true. She set up the pillow situation wrong. <laughs> Mira is wrong. We sell pillows. Yeah. Like, for the podcast? Yeah, yeah. they say, always be blocking. <laughs> which, is our, which is one of our slogans. I always like be that. blocking. Yeah, block great. whenever you can. Blocking like is so empowering. Yeah, always blocking be blocking. People. Yes, I love that. Fucking awesome. 
this was a great episode and the cherry on top i officially won the pillow argument so bang Raina, do you have anything that you want to promote that's coming yes. up yes Obviously, like my podcast in general, Girls Getty Podcast, if somebody isn't a listener, is a dating and relationship show. Ashley and I are both comedians. Um, big range of guests, everybody from um, authors to therapists to other comedians. Uh, it's a great show. It comes out every Monday. And uh, you can find us on the website, girlsgottypodcast.com, Instagram, all the same. And then we actually have a live show. Uh, on February 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It's our Valentine's Day virtual show. Um, lots of special guests. It'll be fun. We've done a few of these throughout the pandemic. They've been really, really fun. Uh, about 90-minute show, and uh, tickets for that are also on our website. Fantastic. Girlsgotteatpodcast.com. Girlsgotteatpodcast on Instagram, and then my handle is Greenberg. Awesome. You can also, if you want to email in to our show, dtbffpodcast at gmail.com follow us on instagram at dtbffpodcast you can also follow me at kane holloway and i'm it's gregors and uh as always don't take bullshit from fuckers Fuck em. hey there if you like the show you can find bonus episodes and more at our patreon at patreon.com slash dtbffpodcast and then rate the show five stars on itunes because it's the right thing to do all music by the rating monarchs produced by patrick kelly <laughs>